I'm Daniel, the Past Life Regressionist, and it's time to begin. This is Timeless Spirituality. Hey everyone, welcome back to Timeless Spirituality. If you would like to book a regression with me to discover who, when, and where you have been throughout time, you can reach me on Instagram at the Past Life Regressionist or my website, thepastliferegressionist.com. And now, it's time to begin. Leanne Rose, welcome back to Timeless Spirituality. How are you doing? I my... am good. Wait, you didn't let me finish. <laughs> There's only one other person who did that. It was Yasmin. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are very alike, so you know. I was gonna say, make sure you say some really mean things about her right now. But <laughs> No, she's the best. <laughs> she's all right. Yeah. Wait, what was I saying? Oh yeah. Uh oh, shit, I forgot. Well, welcome back. How are you doing, Leanne Rose? <laughs> I'm doing good, thanks. So I am doing good. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited for this one. This is gonna be yeah. They're all different, every episode we do. Yep. This one's going to be colorful. Oh, yeah. Purples and pinks. Yeah. Multiple <laughs> heads. Interdimensionality, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Talking belts, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So I already know the answer to your first question, so I'm just going to answer it for you. What's your favorite song about time and why? Time after time, because it's a good song to groove to. How'd I do? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know me so well. <laughs> However, for the second part, for the second question, I'm going to give you the floor. So who is Leanne? It's me. So I am the Dram channel for a collective consciousness group called the Galeda Collective. But I am also a mental health nurse, a yoga teacher, interpersonal therapist, all that jazz. But, you know, underneath all that, I'm just a, a girl trying to get by in the world. <laughs> yeah, it sums you up pretty well. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's just dive in. What do you say? You in? Yeah, let's do it. I'm let's in. do it. All right. <laughs> well, this is going to be a different question because we haven't given you this one yet. Why am I saying we? I feel like I'm you talking on behalf of the collective. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I don't. You ever notice that during the sessions when you say we, I'm thinking, who the hell is she talking about? It's Leanne. <laughs> oh, she's talking about the collective too because they're in this together, that type of thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's quite yeah. off-putting for some people, but you know, I'm, I'm hoping you'd be used to it by now. <laughs> I am. I am, but it's, it's different for me when I'm listening to just you. Mm. Cause I'm like, it's That's just Leanne. It's just, yeah. just little old me, as she says. <laughs> I suppose it's cause I'm always, you know, trying to give the Galila collective credit, you know, we're credits due. So a lot of the teachings that I talk about, you know, are interwoven with them. So do they need credit or yeah. their egos that fragile? <laughs> That's little me being like, this isn't all me. <laughs> I love poking at them. It's so much fun. Oh, yeah. And they enjoy it too, to be fair. So We're good then. <laughs> all right. So first new question for Leanne. Mm -hmm. Why is it that you wanted to have a past life regression? Oh, well, as you know, I hold past life regression very, very dear. 
I feel as though it is one of those really juicy things that really helps us understand our multidimensional self. It helps us open up in such a beautifully profound way. It helps us to kind of bypass our human a little bit and get information that is is crucial to what our human is experiencing in that moment. And I, of course, wanted to try out your work because I've heard you the best. So, and I wasn't disappointed. So. <laughs> well, thank you. You're welcome. I like that answer. I thought you would. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> All right. So everyone buckle up because this isn't going to be your run of the mill recap, but it's not because of what transpired. It's about the content. Overall, it's yeah. about the content and how I personally believe that this is a message for humanity. Yeah, I agree with that completely 100%. So without further ado, Leanne Rose, little old me. <laughs> I was mixing in some something to that one too. That's a pretty soon it would end up Italian, but we already covered that in your last episode. We did. So what came up for you during your past life regression? Wow, well, everything I'm tempted to say. Um, there was a three-headed interdimensional bird that resided on a planet that was invisible and is helping somehow to anchor in the fabric of 3D reality. Um, we met Source and I also had a beautiful conversation with my beautiful deceased mother. So, you know, it was the whole shebang. <laughs> well, thank you for being here today. Well, well, you know, thanks for having me. <laughs> we'll see you next week. So that that was the gist of it. That was just so, it. Where do you want to start? Where would you like to start? Let's start with the sky. Okay. Yeah, so it was good. So what was the first thing you saw? So the first thing I saw was I was in this meadow. And there was, I distinctly remember this tree. I can't remember the color of the leaves of the tree now, but I do remember the sky was purple. And there was pink clouds in the sky. So that was my first clue that we weren't on Earth. What was the next one? When you asked me to look down and you asked me what I was wearing on my feet and I was like, oh, I think I've got duck's feet. So that was that was a pretty big clue as well, to be fair. So When you say duck's feet, you mean like the feet of a duck? Yep. I mean, like, and, and now I'm starting to realize that, that it was they were more kind of like, they were webbed, but they weren't really like the duck, like a, a duck's feet. They were more like clory, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. much more like a and then obviously it makes sense because I then realized I was a giant ostrich like bird with three heads which was very interesting and very bizarre to experience I might add <laughs> I remember there being something interesting about the three heads and that they dot 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 you want to take the reins there yes so there was something very very interesting about the three heads so my understanding of this is that this these these beings, these birds, they are in 3D bodies, but their, their 3D element is much less important to them than our 3D element is. And so there was this element of there is a middle head. The middle head was the one that kind of kept everything grounded, kept everything focused. And the other two heads were multidimensional and they would cross in and out of the different dimensions and allow different consciousnesses to flow in and out. And they were really kind of, they were utilizing and harnessing the energy of the planet for the planet and it was like this juicy conscious collective all-in-one focused big bird's body 
So for a 3D simpleton such as myself, who doesn't really understand how a vessel can operate with more than one consciousness or one, more than one head, mm-hmm. how did that look? What did that, or what does that even really mean? Well, I mean, your guess is as good as mine. I was just, I was, was just feeling answer. it. I was not sure. I, mean, <laughs> I was just like, I'm just being in it and just kind of, the, I, you know, when you just get that, that sense of knowing that mm-hmm. stuff's going on, but yeah, they didn't, they didn't show me the logistics to be honest. So <laughs> what I found interesting with that, and please correct me if I'm wrong here, the three headed component of the bodies ended up becoming a problem for yeah. the, the larger populace of the planet. Yes, it did. And that was part of, that was one of my purposes as that particular bird on that planet was that I was helping the others to navigate their own kind of heads and I'd, I'd record some of them weren't just beards and some of them had four heads and so there was there was there, I don't think there was any beings there that just had one head and it was part of it was my responsibility because I'd been there longer I'd kind of show people the ropes I think about well, people beards whatever you call them I don't know <laughs> cluckers oh my god yes this, they shall forever be known in my heart as cluckers thank you very much for that word <laughs> you're welcome so yeah, I think. Um, the, what does what does that all mean, though? I mean, I I know your guess is as good as mine, but I think your guess is a little better than mine with it. Uh, well, I mean, so I got this real sense that they were they were harnessing the energy of the planet, and that they were kind of, I think they're very much just like us. They're learning and and growing as days pass by, just as much as we are as human beings, and learning more about themselves and learning more about how they can learn more about their abilities to help their planet. And I think that's really the theme that that kind of pulled through for me was that it was like a consistent theme on, on like a couple of the planets that we that we visited was that the beings were becoming really in touch with the fact that they are the planet. And that's been a key theme that the Galela Collective have been talking about as well. So it's no surprise there. And that the beings were really learning how to live in a way that was in harmony with the planet. And of course, that's what we are hopefully moving towards, fingers crossed. So how did the conflict of the three heads lead to the downfall of this planet? So I don't remember there being a downfall, to be fair. I I think we kind of left it in terms of they were figuring it out. I I don't remember there being an actual downfall. And I think... If there was a downfall, it probably would be fairly catastrophic because they were the the planet itself. Do you want me to give a bit more info about the planet itself? Sure. Would that be? Yeah. So, because that's that, the direction we're heading into. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. By the way, I may have been viewing this through a more morbid lens than you were. So, <laughs> well, that's good. Well, you know, you you can bring the human element to it, and I'll bring the, the multi-dimensional element. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Um, gotta have two heads on this one. Yes, definitely. Two heads better than one. And clearly three, maybe not so much though, because, you know, a lot of organizing to do. (laughs) So, yeah, so they basically, this bird that I was at this time told us that it was the jewel of Orion and that this planet in particular was, it was invisible. They were helping to keep the planet invisible. That was part of their mission because this planet had a huge amount of energy and there is currently some beings that really would like to utilize the energy of this planet because they don't see the full picture. And what this, what one 
piece of this planet is kind of the job of it is to become an anchor point for physical reality for 3d physical reality because source has to they said something about when source divides you know when it when polarity was created and we created matter there had to be specific anchor points within space-time that allows what we call the matrix or you know this illusion of 3d reality there has to be anchor points in order to hinge that reality upon and this planet is one of those anchor points and they know that there was there was lots more they know that they're connected to those but they don't actively work with them but they're kind of telepathically linked and so the planet itself has got a real important purpose and so i think if the if the planet had actually you know fallen in some way it probably would have been known i think they were just showing us the fact that even interdimensional beings that are incredibly high tech compared to us little humans that you know just bumble around with one head even they struggle I'm willing to bet that was probably what they were just showing us that as you learn and grow and we get more responsibility and you get more heads that you have to deal with then you know we're gonna run into a little bit of trouble but it's it's all good they've got the bigger picture and they know what they're doing so so let's set the record straight for some people who are losing their minds right now (laughs) thinking that you're a reptilian who is controlling the matrix that you come from this intergalactic collective that is creating the illusion of reality (laughs) by the way i'm being sarcastic for everyone right now so just to be clear about that wait you're not a reptilian right obviously not obviously not just checking because i'd be pretty pissed if that were the case i don't want to give platform to reptilian plural So you brought up the words matrix there. Yes. I think we should talk about that right now and what the purpose of that planet was in the scheme of of it all. Yes. I'm so glad that you brought that up because I know that people get really, really scared about the matrix. And actually, one of the key messages from this past life regression was that we believe that that it's only us in the 3D that exist in polarity that exists with duality that exists with this idea that we are separate from source and the message we were given is that that's not true and that it exists across the cosmos and any being that is in a body any being that believes itself to be an individual is existing within a realm of duality they are existing within a state of believing that they are separate from source the important message here was that you are all source like every single piece of this puzzle is all source experiencing itself through the lenses of different various experiences, different realities, different different lenses, whatever you want to call it. But every single angle of it, every single piece of it is source energy. So this idea that this matrix or this, and I'm doing inverted commas, I'm forgetting people can't see me, <laughs> that this supposed matrix is kind of imposed upon us is actually ridiculous because if we are source energy experiencing ourselves as source energy then we created this entire playground to experience ourselves from all of these different angles and source itself is wanting all of this to exist us as humans are designed to fight against it because we want to be back 
in oneness. We want to be back to source. That's the whole point of being human is to journey back. But if we had no contrast, if we didn't have this matrix, this playground to play in, then we wouldn't have the journey back to source. We would just be source. Does that make sense? It made sense to me. You used some lofty <laughs> words there. So here's what's coming up for me right now. It's a matter of vanity. Yeah. We're on Zoom right now. I have it set on gallery view. I see you on the left. I see me on the right. I bought this new t-shirt. And <laughs> Looks good. Color suits you. It, it does. It's, yeah, it's this nice blue shirt. And I'm looking I'm like, I look pretty good. <laughs> and when I say t-shirt, it's just, it's a, it's a bland t-shirt. But I spring an extra couple bucks to get the better fitting ones. The ones that aren't boxed, that are more form fitting. Yeah. Like, damn. And, I, you know, it's, <laughs> I lift my arm up there. I'm not even flexing and it looks good. Like it, I know no one can see this. They're like, man, this dude's off his rocker right now. But I'm going somewhere with all this. Because there's that part of me that's thinking, man, D, you are being super, super vain right now. You're bringing up that you look really good in this new, is it royal blue? No, it's not. It's like a little lighter than a royal blue. Yeah. Yeah. You look good. (laughs) 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 But I feel bad about that. I feel weird that I'm being vain in that. And then there's that part of me, of course, it's like, why the hell are you talking about this? Why are you bringing this up right now? You guys are talking about the fabric of the universe and how this plugs into source. And you're out here talking about how good you look in this new t-shirt that you bought. It doesn't have any logos on it. It's just a nice form-fitting t-shirt. And also to paint the picture for everyone, I'm also wearing a backwards black baseball cap. So (laughs) Just so you get the full picture. (laughs) Just so you get the full picture. But that's part of source in a sense. My experience here in experiencing that vanity however founded or unfounded, but founded it should be, that is me learning about the nature of vanity. And by proxy, source is learning through my experience. Exactly. So it's nothing I should feel ashamed or guilty of necessarily. It's just something I should learn from. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I suppose that the the beautiful element here, the, the reason you feel slightly weird around this is because what you're actually reaching towards is self-love. And if you think about that, self-love is actually connection to source because source is love. And when you recognize yourself as love, then you are kind of that one with source. So what you're reaching towards with that vanity stuff is, oh, I'm learning to appreciate myself a little bit more, which which is a step closer to loving yourself, which is a step closer to full self-love, which is full self-realization of the self as source. The reason you feel slightly weird about it is because your human is going to rail against it. Your human is going to pull you in the opposite direction and give you all of that societal conditioning that tells you, oh, no, we don't love ourselves. That's We don't go there. That's kind of off limits. Or it's selfish or it's this or it's that. It takes you, it removes you from your power. That's your human's job. And it does it for you because if you didn't do that, then you wouldn't have this beautiful dance of you moving from self-love back to really not trusting yourself, really not loving yourself in in that sense. But you do get some people that get really stuck. Some people will get stuck in the vanity and they they will attach love to the human self, but they're not actually experiencing what self love is actually about, which is that true connection of seeing yourself as love. And so not that that's a bad thing or anything 
like that, that, like you say, that is source coming here to experience an illusion of separation where it's still experiencing some element of love, but it's not quite the real thing. And so when it touches on the real thing, that's when the magic happens, but it still needs to experience the other bits in order to experience the magic of that true union, if that makes sense. Out of all the examples I could have given, I had to pick that one. <laughs> At least it's a good thing it's a pivot away from talking about food. Oh, yeah, true. That's usually Ooh. what I would bring up. Do you notice during the, the last episode we did, the 6D, the purpose of being human, when we talked about bullshit and horseshit? Yes. I brought up cheeseburgers. <laughs> well, you know. I just, oh, yeah. <laughs> I always end up in a food example. So it's a good thing I'm pivoting away from that. Go from food to vanity. You're growing. It's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, am I? Is that a step in the right direction? <laughs> well, do you know? Do you know the reason that I know it's a step in the right direction? Because you are aware of the idea of vanity. You're not stuck in it. You're watching it. Does that make it okay, though? It shows me that there's growth there, and that you're not attached to the human. You are witnessing the experience rather than being attached to the humanness of it. Well, Leanne hasn't been with me in the mornings when I'm getting ready and, and looking in the mirror. <laughs> so, for years, I've been looking in the mirror saying, I don't get it. I don't get why the world doesn't see what I see. The opposite of body dysmorphia. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. No, that's self-love. That's what that is, self-love. Yeah. And and we've been taught not to love the self. In fact, this has been a key theme recently. I actually did a um, channeled live on it. That, that self-love literally is one of the biggest purposes for being because that's what we are moving towards. And we are told repeatedly that we shouldn't be open about loving ourselves. But I would like to challenge that a little bit. I mean, you can love yourself or Loving yourself authentically and pretending to love yourself are two different things. Here's something I pride myself upon. I dare you to find me another podcast where you can go from talking about three-headed birds who have <laughs> more than one consciousness on a planet that's invisible. Yep. And that other beings are trying to harness the energy because they don't quite understand what the meaning of that planet is to the host going and talking about how he looks in a shirt. Yeah. All within the matter of, what, a minute? <laughs> yeah, you definitely get in plenty of variety here on Time of Spirituality. <laughs> How do you like that source? You learning through me? <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Wait, no lightning bolts? I think we're okay. I think you're good. I think you're good. So let's, let's talk about that a bit, though. Yeah. The source component there. And yeah. why the 3D reality at least from what came through during your session, why this 3D anchor point and our 3D experience is so important to source? Because all of it is important. So this is the bit that we get hung up on as human beings. We like to make some things important and some things not. And in reality, every single tiny little thing is of equal importance because every single piece of it is source experiencing itself. And that kind of becomes a little bit like, well, if everything is important, 
then that means nothing is important. And that's the bit that the human struggles with because the human wants something that's really individuated. The human wants something that's separate. The human wants something that's special, that's different. And in reality, it's because it's trying to get away from everything that it is, which is everything. (laughs) If that makes sense. Leanne... You're letting the collective talk too much. I can't help it. You talk to me about sources. That's what comes out. Well, I'm going to do what you do for me sometimes. Okay. Which is I'm going to lovingly press you (laughs) on this one. What the fuck does that all mean? So. Talk about cheeseburgers and shit like that. (laughs) So it's, I mean, we are talking about source energy here. Come on. Joe, it's not going to be like, it's not going to be your bare basic shit, is it? Okay, Leanne. I'm going to take a line from the the U.S. version of The Office. <laughs> Imagine that I'm, a, by the way, paraphrasing. Imagine that you were talking to a third grader, that I was a third grader. Oh, how, wow, okay. How would you explain that? Or to a, okay. a grade three-er, or a, I don't know what you guys call them over there. I wouldn't know either. Remind me what the question was again. I will have to think really hard about how to. About why that's important for God or source or the creator the to experience itself through the 3d reality through the 3d reality so the 3d reality gives us it gives us a really clear picture and a very physical way to experience things so when you are source energy i'm sorry i can't do this to a, to a third grader but i'm going to try and i'm going to try and simplify it as much how about as a well. really smart third grader okay really smart third grader okay that yeah. gives me a little bit of leeway a smart grader who or sorry, a smart third grader who understands what 3D means, but okay. may not understand what anything means beyond that. Okay, amazing. So in 3D, not only do we have physical matter, which is important for you know the senses and experiencing something in a very sensory way. So we have all this input of data, all this information that we get to sample as a being. We also have time and space that we get to move through and we get to understand ourselves as we are in the moment but we also get to grow and learn throughout time and moving through space and interacting with other versions of ourselves that show us different things about ourselves and give us different information and different sensory inputs we then learn and grow and then we get to co-create together different experiences so we get to smash different elements of magic together almost like the universe smashing different elements of well different elements together to create new elements we're kind of doing that as human beings in the 3d what source is actually getting to do is see the extent of its own power and see the extent of its own ability to create because it literally gets to create anything it wants and experience as it does it like that's the that's the juicy element so let's let's say let's go back to when you were a kid and you would love to I don't know you'd create games and you'd get to say you were playing with action figures she knows a little bit about something about me so (laughs) so let's say you got to create these 
incredible stories with these action figures and you got to really enjoy yourself and get lost in it. Imagine being able to actually be those figures as you were creating that story and imagine getting to sample every single element. You get to be the villain, you get to be the hero, you get to be the kid that gets stuck in the middle and you get to experience all of that different information from different angles purely for the sake of the experience, purely for the joy of watching your ability to create this. And you know yourself, you're a writer, you're a storyteller. There is no better joy than reading back your own creation and go, oh, my days, look what I created. That's amazing. And it's kind of a similar thing with Source, I think. That's the impression I get. But, you know, it's just little old me, so I don't know. (laughs) The only part there that I would challenge you on is the creation of the story aspect. Because to me, that feels like it's taking free will out of the equation and that we're just kind of going through the motions. Again, this is just the way that I see it. Mm. And that we're going through the motions and that source is jumping in to the roles of of the characters Uh. to live out the story that it's created. Do you remember when you asked me if there was something that you weren't getting? I've asked you that a few times. You gotta be more Mm -hmm. specific than that. So this is the piece that you are not getting. Remember, you are source. Source isn't separate from you. You literally are source. So source isn't jumping into these different bodies and taking over your free will. You are part of it all and creating it with source because you are source. Oh, dear Leanne. (laughs) (laughs) How wise you are. (laughs) What was the whole purpose of 3D though? Just gets to be a juicy experience, doesn't it? And three Ds experiencing the separation from source. Yeah, exactly. You get to experience the separation, mm-hmm. but it's still only an illusion because you are still source. True, but it's also real at the same time. I mean, I know I'm not. I don't have to tell you that, but this is ah. me speak. Like I got to give you your credit where credit is due, <laughs> and I, I'm not talking to a third grader on these matters right now. But I just, I know that when someone. No, I don't know. I believe that when someone hears the word illusion in 3D brought up in the same sentence, that it automatically becomes the 3D reality is an illusion and none of this is real. Yes. And that is definitely not where we want to steer you towards because the whole point of you being here is to be human. Like, and, the, and that's the kind of like the important element of it is that you're not supposed to be jumping out of your body. You're not supposed to be trying to get rid of your human experience. You're here to enjoy it. You're here to experience every last piece of it because every single piece of it is important. So even to me, this conversation we're having right now is an expression of source through both of us. Exactly. In terms of the third grader aspect, because Mm -hmm. the way that I see it is you're going to be speaking to a lot of people one day. And with that is going to come you going on platforms where the hosts are dumbasses. That was harsh of me to say. Too too far. Too far. <laughs> Not as cerebrally, intellectually inclined as you are. That was very fancy. And it feels like the orchestration this could be... Because I can go back to our last recording. And there was something that you said there that really stuck with me. When we were talking about the pitter-patters. In me you know, experiencing <laughs> something unseen 
And the way you put it was that Source, I mean, this, yeah, again, I'm paraphrasing this one, that Source was just kind of sending out the message to another element of itself that another element, being me, needed something. Yeah. So it may not consciously be aware of that, that it's being called upon to do that, but it's, it's interacting with itself in a grander sense in exactly. order for something to be taught. Yeah. And as we're sitting here right now, I'm thinking, okay, I can understand to a certain extent why this recording had to happen a couple weeks later because it took me to hear you say that to understand what that means, that there's another element of source that may even be unseen yeah. that is just working to enrich or enliven the grander story, we'll say. Exactly. And to me, the story is really astrology. The way that I see astrology is I see that as not necessarily as the writer's room, but it's the energy behind the system, which is is crafting the worlds and the energies in which we get to play. Oh, well, that's a beautiful way of putting it. I really like that. Thank you. And I mean, I'm, I'm just going to cut you off there because we could just <laughs> no, go on go and on, on about that. <laughs> <laughs> But it's this feeling right now of Leanne having to have this experience or source through Leanne. Again, this is just the way that I see it. It may just be me and my big fucking ego. Thinking <laughs> I'm the one here to help her out with that. That you're in a safe place right now to be challenged about how to dumb it down. Yeah. Because there's going to be that time when it won't be as, I don't want to say unsafe, but not as friendly. Yeah. Not as protected. But that's, I think, the nature of what we, you know, you and I are going to experience in our own right, is that in order to spread the message of even something like this, we're going to have to go into unfriendly territory. Yep. And it's about learning now how to operate then because it's about the expression of source through us. And an element of source, us, reaching another element of source, them. Exactly. But then again, there's no us and them. But for all intents and purposes in the 3D world, there is. Yeah. You are Leanne. I'm Daniel. What you got? <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. And it shows you, shows you the delicate interplay that is always being interwoven with every single meeting, like literally, this is what I was saying, every single thing is important. And so just as just as I've helped you on your journey, you've really helped me on my journey. And just every single client I meet in, in, in every way that I help them, they help me. It's a co-creative process. We are each informing each other. We are each helping each other to grow because we are all source energy bouncing back against each other, experiencing each other, experiencing ourselves through each other in a way that serves the whole and it serves the bigger picture, it serves the bigger paradigm. And so in order for, you know, like you say, in order for me for me to be able to step into those unsafe places and for you to be able to step onto those unsafe places, then ourselves as source recognize that we need to be prepared for that in our human forms. And so we are presented with opportunities to be able to learn and grow and step into that. And the juicy element of this is once you are aware of that, you start to see the quote unquote challenges in your life as huge gifts mm -hmm. because 
they are literally preparing you to step into your power. Okay, we, we got to talk about something. You use okay. this word juicy. <laughs> Every time you say that, <laughs> I think of a juicy burger. Well, see, I'm trying to pivot away from food. I brought up the vanity <laughs> example. <laughs> I'm not trying to control your lingo there, but you know. <laughs> Well, it's okay. It's okay. I'm sorry if I make you hungry. It's my favorite word. I just love it. It's, it's a pretty no, good word. It's no it word is. quite like juicy, is that you know what I mean? Uh, it's it's a good <laughs> one. I just have to remember that anytime I bring you on for something, I need to eat first. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I probably needs to be cheeseburgers, to be fair. Mm, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Or some pressed juice, if we're going to be right on the nose about it. Oh, but that yeah. won't really satisfy a craving which is juice <laughs> okay anyways I think the final component with that conversation is even a reflection for me which is is it even my role to set the stage to challenge Leanne in that respect of imagine you were talking to a third grader right now a smart <laughs> third grader at that but why it is that I feel a compulsion to be the one who brings that up is it is it a matter of control on my part? Is it a matter of thinking about me and how, well, I'm going to help Leanne when I do this? Or is it altruistic? Or is it a matter of just, hey, it's going to help me. It's going to help Leanne. It's going to help other people. And it's going to be good entertainment in the process. Yeah. Well, I mean, the juicy element of that is that it can be all of those things all at once. See, she, she's thinking about it now. She knows what she just did. Cheeseburgers, cheeseburgers. <laughs> But yeah, so, and it can, it can be all of it. That is the, the beauty of it. There you go. <laughs> mm -hmm. The beauty of it is that it gets to be all of it. It gets to be, you get to be looking out for your human just as much as you are in touch with your multidimensional self. You get to be in touch with me just as much as you're in touch with yourself. And I get to experience all of those elements of you as well and not know which one you are dominant in, but still trust the process and know that source has got its own back and I am source and you are source. And so ultimately, everything is going to be okay. So everyone enjoy this appearance because it's going to be Leanne's last. <laughs> <laughs> She's never going to want to come on again. <laughs> oh, I love being challenged by you. I've learned so much about, about myself. I've learned so much about the process. I've learned so much about the Galena Collective. And you know what? The, the... No, I was going <laughs> to use it again. <laughs> I was like, you... <laughs> the beautiful thing about that is that it really, it's really, really shown me that. You can use juicy. It's okay. I don't want you thanks, to feel thank limited. You, thank you. Yeah, just go for it. Go for it. Juicy thing about it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> is that I, I thrive on challenge. When somebody presents a challenge to me, I know it's an opportunity for growth. And what that's really taught me is that when life throws me all kinds of lemons, I'm like, yeah, let's get the juicer out. Let's make lemonade. This is going to be fun rather than being like really stuck in my human and being like, oh no, I can't deal with it. I'm going to be really stuck. Like, so I embrace the challenge and I, I do genuinely believe I manifested you to come and challenge me along the way, to be fair. So and there's my little ego coming out. See, I manifested him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool for soul or source to come and play that role through me on, on challenging little Leanne. <laughs> Ready to pivot a little bit? Yeah. And this is only if you're okay going to this place. I mean, that's my yeah. preference there. What was it like to see your mom? 
it was it was amazing to be fair it was really lovely to be able to and to be I, I can't really remember it which shows me that um I, I might be slightly removed from the memory of it either it moved me a lot or it was just meant to be that I didn't remember it um but the the key thing that I do remember is is she gave me a really strong message so just to, for for background for people so um, my mom has a mental health condition um, she had schizophrenia and depression she was really quite removed and I I struggled a lot with the fact that she was never present because she couldn't be but what she, what she told me was that by the time I'd actually grown up enough to interact with her she'd mostly left her body so she that's why I couldn't sense her a lot and why why I felt her absence so that was really helpful but what she also showed me was that I really struggled with the fact that she was that she lived an unhappy life but she told me that everything that transpired was exactly as it was meant to be in order to not only shape me into the person I am but also shape my brother and sisters my brothers and sisters into the people they are and and that she did that because it was of the highest service and she also told me that I always had this point I had, I had a really rough childhood to be fair um but I always had this sense that there was somebody watching over me could never really describe it just always felt like there was a presence that was with me and she shared with me in the past life regression that that was her higher self and that she was she was always with me even when I couldn't feel her presence as a human her higher self was always with me and that was literally monumental for me it really helped me to just be like so she really she really was with me like that was her and she also told me that everything everything that happens with me as a child you know I was constantly running towards her she was like she was my anchor I've been doing that through my spirituality I've been running towards her and it was when I lost her when she passed away that that all of my gifts really started to come online and she really was uh, that's what she told me she told me that she is my bridge she was my bridge to the multidimensional self. And that just meant everything to me because I knew my mum was special. And I mean, everybody's mum's special, aren't they? Let's be honest. But yeah, as she always, I just knew how like, I knew she served a bigger purpose. And now I kind of know why, like, and that meant a lot. I'm getting a bit emotional now. <laughs> but yeah, that that meant a lot. And it was really lovely to see her in that in that light of I mean I've touched base with her since since she passed anyway um in my own little way but it was really lovely to 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 see her while I was in you know in the trance state and really see her in this just beautiful radiant light she wasn't she wasn't that when she was human she was really removed from that and it was just lovely to see thank you for sharing anything else come up for you during the higher self portion there was an awful lot that came through, wasn't there? There was like <laughs> loads and loads and loads and loads. Excuse me. I think the one bit I, I would love to share is the the source connection bit that came through. That was really, really apparent. So obviously we, we went to see source. Well, well, I was directed to go and see source. It was a beautiful diamond light just chilling in the middle of space. That was how it looked to me. Really quick. When you say directed, it wasn't by me though, right? It just, no. yeah. It, yeah, it was just kind of, that's just where I found myself. You just asked them to take me to a place that I needed to see, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Because I just, um, yeah, I want to make sure that 
Oh yeah, the people don't think it was like <laughs> yeah orchestrated. No, it definitely wasn't. And I remember feeling really shocked when I arrived there. I was like, "Oh my days, I think it's us." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and it showed me, it showed me a little sliver of its light being like kind of coming away from itself and being placed into my heart. And then it told me to run and to go and run towards life and to embrace every opportunity and. And it's actually really interesting. The following day I was meditating and, and it kind of, the experience kind of came upon me again. And I was back with Source who, who placed that gorgeous little sliver of light into my heart. And it it showed me like all of these, it was almost like a crowd of people, but they were like, they were like shadows. They weren't like proper people. And then I would, I would run to one and I would touch one and they would kind of like rise up to to my level. I was like slightly above them not 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 in status in any way shape or form like it will make more sense in a minute um they were kind of like elevate their their little sliver would be in their heart as well and then we just like dance together and then they'd run off and and go and touch somebody else and then that that person would do the same and then before you knew it we were all we were all dancing together and we were all you know touching on these these places in our heart where source had kind of given us this lovely little light and the message I took from that that was within each and every one of us there is a beautiful spark of life there is this beautiful element of you that is connected to source and one of your biggest purposes here is awakening that in another as you awaken it in yourself so that you can connect with yourself as source and it was just oh I can't even tell you how gorgeous it was Daniel it was just amazing So thank you for such a gorgeous opportunity to to meet Source Energy. Well, it's just another Tuesday for me. <laughs> I mean, you're welcome. You're welcome. It's an element of vanity there. <laughs> you look, don't look good in the shirt, though. Uh, <laughs> well, let me ask you this. What's coming up for you right now that your intuition is telling you someone needs to hear? Yeah, I've got nothing, <laughs> which is not ideal, really, isn't it? No. Um, keep talking, <laughs> and I might, I might find something. <laughs> I'm. Oh no, I do. You guys, okay? I was going to start talking about what I'm going to do for dinner tonight. So, the main theme that I feel is really, really, really important for us all to begin recognizing is this incredible connection we have to the planet. People still believe that they are separate to Mother Earth, that they are walking around as individuals and are completely separate from our energy, and we are not. And if this experience has taught me anything, it's that it's not just humanity that struggles with this with this issue. This is across the cosmos. And I honestly do believe that once we as a society begin to recognize our individual pieces to play, our individual parts to play in our role of assisting our planet, our mother, then consciousness is going to shift in such a magical way. And we're all going to really start to be able to embody the truth that we are source on a whole other level and really begin to recognize 
the multidimensional self in a whole new way. So that that thing that they showed me with the three heads of birds that was really, they experience multidimensionality so much more tangibly than we do as human beings because they are so interconnected and interwoven with their planet and they know that they are their planet. They are literally just living, walking pieces of their planet. So in the similar way that that a mother would say, you know, a heart is walking around in her children, in a similar sense, when we learn to recognize that we we are like the heart of the earth walking around and and we learn to interact with her in that way, not only will it save the planet, it will save us as a species because it's going to open us up to so much more magic. And if you start to do this on a just an individual basis, you will start to open yourself up to so much more magic and you'll be able to utilize so much more of your multidimensional self, which is basically your connection to source and your connection to all of your magic. Cool. <laughs> was that lots of rambly words again? I'm sorry. No, that one was more tangible. Okay, yeah. That's good. And I hope that the takeaway from this is the substance of everything and not just the three-headed purse. <laughs> Although the three-headed bed's pretty cool, let's be honest. It was pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen the three-headed ones before. I mean, I've seen the web feed and the humanoid-ish birds. Maybe, well, you know, when I say humanoid, like just not a bird in a tree. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's another episode, though. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. And where can everyone find you? Um, so you can find me over at Sacred Starseed Awakening over on Instagram. Um, and that is it for now. I will let you know if that changes. We do have a YouTube channel as well, but there's only about three videos on there. Now, when you say we, you, oh, for you and sorry. the collective, yeah. right? Not, yeah, not yeah. us? Yeah, no, that is me and the collective. Sorry. Just checking. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. And please come back again. Always. Yeah, it's my favorite place to be. <laughs> really yeah thanks for having me it's such good fun it's my pleasure to have you friend <laughs> yay. yay fellow time travelers your journey through time awaits you just want to thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode and if you're interested in discovering who when and where you have been throughout time and you'd like to book a session with me just go ahead and send me a message on Instagram at the Past Life Regressionist, or you can reach me through my website, yourpastliferegressionist.com. <laughs>